in a world that has more than enough information and noise. Is it even possible to truly anchor ourselves and have peace in a scattered world? Hi, this is Pamela and Mary, and we are a mother-daughter team who span two generations but share one message. We will delve into what it looks like to be fully integrated, body, soul, and spirit, and will bring encouragement and hope all along the way. We get it. Life is hard. And let's be real. Hard doesn't even begin to describe it on some days. But we want you to know that you're not alone. And not only that, we are here to come alongside you and cheer you on as you walk out your individual storyline. So join us as we journey together and laugh, cry, and everything in between. Welcome to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the More Than Enough podcast. Hey, Ma. Hey, Mary Mac. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah, I'm excited to jump into week two of our series. We are currently in a four-month series. This month is the body. We're going through body, soul, and spirit, and then kind of culminating in December of integrating all of those three. Last week, we talked about the secret place and how even though that seems kind of not like a practical thing having to do with the body. We talked about how it is the most practical and vital thing that we can do in our lives. As we kind of jump into these next couple of weeks, they'll be a little bit more practical as far as the body and what that looks like. And mom, if you kind of want to even just give like a one to two minute people that are just jumping in maybe for the first time of what do we mean by the body? Yeah. So when we're talking about the body, we're just talking about anything kind of in this life anything that's earthy and your food and your cooking and your house and your lives and your relationships, that these all are the things that we do, your jobs. This is kind of the main role of our lives that we're most familiar with. So this is just the natural, everything that applies to the natural world. And today we're going to be talking about what does it look to simplify our life? And We've touched on some different things in past episodes about distractions and cutting things out, but we're really honing in to what does that mean to simplify our life and why is that so important? Exactly. And kind of with that idea of simplification in our talks together, I love that you had brought up this idea of when we think about simplifying, one of the key things to begin with is what's not valuable any longer. What's not adding value to our lives in this category that we want to simplify or put it in some sort sort of an order. This whole whole month is referring to chaos and taking it into some sort of manageable order that's life-giving to us. There's so many things, right, in our lives, so many things, all the way down to the drawer in the kitchen that's driving you crazy to let's say a relationship that is just out of control and you've not spoken up, you've not said how you feel, you've maybe been extremely trying to just put a lid on something. These are all the kinds of things that are just out of order in your life. And this is kind of a calling forth here in the fall to say, as as the leaves start to change and it gets a little cooler, uh, hopefully soon, right. that just that kind of natural thing to just, you know, make things lovely and have some hot cider. This idea is let's lean into this and look at some areas in our life and not wait till January because then we're just depressed in March because we haven't really started anything. Right. So we're saying let's get a jump on things. Let's go ahead and look ahead and begin to just tackle some of these things one baby step at a time. When I think of simplification, I basically am thinking, oh my gosh, 
There's billions of people on the earth, right? We have billions of thoughts every day multiplied times a million. And you start taking thoughts and ideas and things I'm reading and learning and books and shows. And you think about all of this yes. chaos, if you were to be able to listen to it all like God sees and listens to it. And we say to ourselves, wow, how do I even begin to take stock in my life? I can't even keep the same good idea rolling for very long before it's snatched away from something that's shinier and more beautiful. Oh my gosh, yeah. Right? And I know we kind of lean into this at times, but when we're talking about simplifying, we really are talking about everything from noise to, like I said, the kitchen drawer to a relationship. I just want to say it's not quite as straightforward and easy as it used to be because we would think of, oh, I got to go clean out my garage. I, I need to go through this closet. But it feels like there's closets and garages all in our lives, like tons of right. them. You know yes. what I mean? Metaphorically yes. speaking. But let's just start with those physical things around you. And so I would want to jump in with that is just to say, you know, Lord, can this one little physical thing, is it something that will add value if I actually do something about it or do I just walk away? There's so many questions we can ask ourselves. I always say to people, what's bothering you the yeah. most? Yeah. What's causing you to have right. anxiety the most? That will be a sign. Yeah. When God gives us these negative emotions and allows us to have them to say, maybe I should look yes, at this. I think that's perfect. Cause like you're saying, there is a million things and we think simplify. I don't even know where to start. My brain is like on overload. And we've talked about that in different episodes of there's so much noise, so much distraction. I mean, that's really the whole essence of this podcast is there is so much noise and so much distraction and how can we anchor our souls? And so we're just saying one way to, to do that is to look at our life and say, okay, what is bothering us? What is continuing to, to add noise? And maybe in a different season, it was a value to us and now it isn't anymore. Whether it be something physical yes. or something that we're doing or an activity. And we're like, this is no longer adding value. This is now adding confusion and noise and is not enriching my life, but is taking away from it. Yes. And in that vein, it definitely makes me think of relationships. I, I didn't really have this to say, but I feel like God just brought it as you were saying that. I, I would say that, you know, relationships can have a lot of influence in our yeah. lives. And that is actually a, a podcast at some point in our list. But just saying that whether it's bringing you anxiety or whether you realize that it's bringing you some compromise and some damage right. into your right. life, those are both big signs. So I wanted to add that one as well. Yes, that's so good. I didn't have that on there, but that is, I mean, honestly, that should be one of the first places we look and ask the Lord about something that I was kind of thinking about as far as these big kind of major categories of simplification and ways that we can look at simplifying is the things we're doing, our activities, activities. I always think of the little video game or not video game. We didn't really have video games, but this tiny little computer that wasn't really a computer when I was a kid. And what did it say, mom? Choose an activity. <laughs> Choose an activity. And it was my first understanding of little AI. And it was this like <laughs> super, super janky black and white yes. little computer thing. But we always said that growing up. So whenever I was bored or my mom was, she would always be like, choose an activity. Okay. <laughs> yes. You are getting a window into our little lives, but activity. Yes. 
is when I was thinking about activities in our lives, whatever that looks like. I was thinking, obviously, because I have children, but even if you don't, but I was thinking about with children, all the different activities, right, your kids can be involved in. And we just assume because we are in our culture that this is the normal, that this is life-giving. This is what we're supposed to do. Right. And then yes. I think, I don't know, maybe it was a year or two ago. And I was like, this isn't fun at all. Like I'm not having any fun. <laughs> um, I'm not having fun. My kids, I don't know if they're even having fun, but it's just like, this is what you do. Okay. Let's sign up again. And I'm like, this isn't life-giving at all. And so just taking a step back and not just doing yes. it because you're like, no, I think this is good. And I mean, it seems to be good for them. And it's like, wait, is it, is it good? And mm. is it not just good mm. for them? Is it good for your family as a whole? Is it life-giving? Is it encouraging? Because yeah. I think at the end of the day, we can all find something good in a lot of things. Like I'm sure them taking 20 dance classes a week. I'm sure there's some good in it. Absolutely. I mean, it teaches them discipline, if nothing else. Right. And again, I'm not saying that there aren't some people that know this thing they're doing is really enriching your life. Okay. So I'm not saying that I'm saying for you to take a step back and you to say, am I just doing it for the sake of doing it? Or is it producing yes. life for me, for my child and for my family? And you can take that with any activity that you're doing any ministry, anything that you're doing. This is yes. your permission to take a step back and to look at this season of your life and to say, are these things adding value to my yes. life and to my heart and to my children? Sit down with people that are close to you. Sit down with your best friend, with your roommate, with your spouse, with family and say, hey, will you help me kind of assess? Sometimes it's hard to, when I'm looking at it, because I always think, yeah, no, I have to do this, or this is what I should be doing. And have people come around you and be like, I'm having a hard time laying this down. What, what do you see? What do you see when you look into my life and the things that I'm doing? Yeah, that's so good. And along with that, we were talking about the secret place last week. And these are the kinds of things that God loves you to yes. ask him. He just loves to intervene and he's very fluid that way. He can jump from one subject to the next all day yes. long if you want to ask him these questions. And surprisingly, he has an opinion yeah. and he, sometimes he gives you direction that will come quickly or throughout a process. So again, invite him into these decisions. So I would say part of this is being intentional about sort of having this assessment I have various friends who do this in a really intentional way. They're very inspiring to me. Some go and do this like once a quarter, once a season. And I'm just still trying to do it like once a year right. at least. But I think the idea is that these are ways that we can inspire ourselves, kind of like cleaning our right. house. So these are all the parts of like a big house, which is our heart and our ideas. And so... Again, this can become overwhelming, the idea. We're just talking not about so much doing it overnight. We're just saying, I like what you said, Mary, just take a step back, take a breath and say, God, help me kind of have an honest assessment or inventory of where I'm at and why I'm doing what I'm doing and where am I going? Right. Where, where did that dream go? Or, you know, so it can be inner or it could be outer. I'm going to pivot to some outer things just because when I think about simplifying, I think my, my organizational head jumps into gear yes. and says, let's do the outer part because somehow maybe possibly makes me feel a little more in control. <laughs> let's say. Yes, that's true. But again, 
just yes, a there's bit. order in the Lord. So when we bring order and yes. simplification, naturally, yeah, yes. I feel like our whole body starts to kind of come into that. Yes. And I lean into that. I love that about God, that there's no surprises and I know where to find things in him. And I find that quite beautiful and lovely, even though the galaxies and the stars are being born and dying and there's all this chaos going right. on out there. And yet there is no chaos because God is perfectly involved and moderates yes. everything. Yeah out in the macro as well as in the micro of our, our each individual little tiny life. So yeah, I start with those things, but I have found overall that the external things can sometimes be a litmus test Yeah. for kind of some of the things that are going in our life. They can kind of reflect. So let's just take a look at our houses, Yeah. our physical houses. Like if you walk in and there's just complete disorder and so many things haven't been attended to or put away or given away or thrown away. It can bring a vibe into the house where I think is not necessarily super peaceful for anyone. I think our brains can feel some anxiety when everything is in disorder. I'm going to give a little testimony that a couple weeks ago I jumped in because my garage is full. If I even had to put anything out there in boxes or bags, there's not much room left out there. So I I jumped in to a couple small areas. It was so empowering. (laughs) I don't think I've really done this in a serious way in a while. I I feel like I'm super empowered by it. Like it was so empowering just to do a little baby step. Yes. And then then that just led me to like, oh man, it's so beautiful yes. when I open my closet door. Like I know where everything is and it's so much more open the space now because I got rid yeah. of stuff or I found a better yes. home for it that didn't even belong where it was. But wow, it's just amazing. So one of the things I walked away from that I want to say to all of us today is it's not all or nothing. When I would think about that, I would get compulsive and then just want to go to the next closet and yes. the next drawer but was just enough that I could get a lot done in like, let's say an hour, hour and a half between just a couple things. So I just want to remind us, no matter where you are in this simplifying of your surroundings, if you're going to start with things that are physical, just remember it didn't get that way overnight. And honestly, if we, this goes back to this idea that if we just keep with something and don't quit, that there's going to be fruit along yes. the way. So we can just take baby steps at all these parts of our life. Because if we were to make a list, which I have done <laughs> of everything in my mm-hmm. life, you would not want to even see it. Yes. It is a little yeah. daunting. So I don't recommend it for the young <laughs> and weak at heart. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. But yes, but we can break it down, Jesus says, mm-hmm. and he will help us. And we can just trust that. Every little step, every little seed matters, even with this whole desire to simplify our lives. Yes. No, that's so true because I do. I know I'm not the only one. Just get paralyzed by being like, I Mm -hmm. need to pare down on this. I need to clean out my closet or fill in the blank, my linen closet right now. It's literally like you just have to close it really, really fast because you know that everything's (laughs) going to fall out. I'm like, that's, that's what's happening right now. I need you mom actually to come help me. People are always like, Oh wow. You have such an amazing mom. I'm like, yeah, but she doesn't live here. Okay. So 
So there's that. She can't come help me organize my linen closet. I'm on my own, but yes, that linen closet, every day I look at it and I just basically throw it in and shut the doors fast. And I'm like, I can't clean it out. That would take me forever. And we get paralyzed because we're like, I don't have time for that. But I could do like one shelf, but I minimize that. And I'm like, oh, that's stupid. I'm just going to wait till I can do it all. And that is such a lie. That is such a lie and such a trap to keep me paralyzed and it never happening. And I will say yesterday, I took out just a few items, literally four items. And then I got a phone call and I had to stop. But like you said, I was empowered by those just four items that I took out and put in a different spot. And I'm like, no, I can do this. I can do this. So yes, it was really encouraging. Oh my gosh. That's so wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And also, as I was kind of just thinking about this idea of simplification over our lives, I was thinking, okay, once we kind of decide what things are most valuable, then it's easier to let go of the things that aren't. So if we decide on our yeses, that will help dictate our no's. So even when we think of, okay, I don't even know what is too much right now. I don't even know what's a lot. And I don't know what needs to be cut off. I don't know what needs to be simplified. Sometimes that almost helps to do the reverse psychology of, okay, what is valuable to you? What do you know is most valuable to you? And let me just give you a couple examples, maybe. And mom, you can chime in. So I know a yes for me in this season was to spend my evenings with my kids and our family and to go to bed early. That was a yes for me. That was a priority. I knew that was valuable to me. So it made it an easy no anytime that people asked to hang out in the evenings or it was like, oh, there's this new cool thing happening on Tuesday nights or this new outreach thing I could be a part of. And I'm like, I actually already have one night a week that I'm going out. And I know that my yes is that this is what's valuable to me. So it's an easy no to be like, I mean, sometimes it's not always easy. It's hard, but I know that this is what's valuable to me. So it's easy to say, nope, I'm simplifying this by simplifying this decision and saying, hey, if I want to be involved in that thing, it's going to have to be an afternoon when the kids are at school. If you want to meet for coffee, overall, it's going to have to be in the mornings, right? I don't do evenings. I don't do evenings. And it's just become like this simple thing in my mind and in my heart. And I know what to Mm. expect. My family knows to expect. I, for the most part, again, sometimes I have to break this rule, but I go out maybe one night a week and the other nights it's home, family, and sleep. Mm. Gosh, Mary, I love that because I use this approach of what you're talking about. And that is when we're in our best space, head space, we're clear, we have a lot of energy, we're in our cycle, let's say, and we're in a good space. I'm talking about our period cycle that, you know, maybe we have extra vision and, and capacity, right, for thinking. I would say in these really great times to really think about what is valuable to me. These are times you could do that monthly or you could do them every three months or twice a year, but where you're really sitting down and making these decisions in your best space. And I say that you write that down and you trust yourself what you have decided that this is what you want. This is what a goal you want to achieve. And so it can keep you like those, those bowling alleys where they have the the blow up. bumper pads. It keeps you back in the center of the lane. Bumper pads. Yes, yes, yes. This happened to me. What you're saying just recently, I was contemplating a trip coming up very soon. And I 
realized, you know what, I need to pray about this. Somebody told me maybe you should pray about it. <laughs> oh, that happened to be you, Mary, wasn't it? And anyway, and I'm like, wow, right, right. How do I forget that sometimes? Something seems so logical yeah. that I should just figure it out. But I mean, as soon as I did, the Lord just redirected me to that value right down the middle of the lane. Right. I got a strike yes. in God. All the pens went down because he opened it up and said, oh, I know you like the little butterflies over there on the sidewalk, but yes. let's get back in your lane and reminded me of so many things that are coming up that are right. high value to me that I can just almost forget yes. when I walk away, like looking in that mirror. Not only can I forget who I am, but yes. I can forget what right. I'm called to. And those are high value items to me. So I love that. Let's start with what our highest yes. values are in terms of just our family, our relationship with our husband, anything, name it. But I would say that, you know, God will really lead you in that if you ask him, what do I need to simplify and where do I say yes? And this is something I can feel full assurance in that I've made this decision and I don't have to remake the decision again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think the simplifying is simplifying your schedule, but also simplifying your headspace to say, I've made this decision. I've made yes. my decision of my yes, yes, of what's valuable. It might be difficult in one way of like laying this down, but it's not taking up mental headspace when I'm saying no to this because I've made that decision. I've made the decision of what's a priority or I've made a decision of what's valuable. So I don't have to make that decision again. Yeah. Another example was, right, there can be a lot of good things. Like you said, your trip that you were thinking of was like a good thing, but it doesn't align in this season with what was most valuable. I really wanted to make a garden this year, this spring or summer, and I love it. It's so life-giving for me, but I also know that it's a huge time suck for me and not even that big, but I know it's all the watering and the weeding and it, everything takes time, right? And I was just like, okay. I think it was my husband. He was like, okay, I know you love doing this and this is super awesome. But again, you just named all the things that you want to be doing in this spring and summer. So does this fit into that? And I'm like, ah, no, probably not. And so it's just looking mm. at that list first. What is valuable? And to give kind of even a different example of what that looks like is one of my yeses is I want to watch things and listen to things that are life-giving. Okay, that's one of my yeses. But I feel like that's kind of vague. What does that mean, life-giving? And what does that look like? I was kind of like asking the Lord that. Like, yes, that's my yes. Yes, I only want to watch things that are going to be inspiring to my heart and edifying to my heart. And I felt like the Lord, this is just for me, but the Lord kind of gave me my bumper pads of, okay, let your yes be. You only watch and listen to things that you would feel comfortable, confident, and totally okay with letting your 16-year-old daughter watch or listen to. So for me, that was really good bumper pads because I'm like, okay, now it's like this test of anytime I'm watching something or listening to something, I, I will think to myself, well, would I want Annabella listening to this or watching this? Would I recommend this to her? If not, then it's like a clear no, like ah, I shouldn't be watching this. Nope, I shouldn't be listening to this. This mm. is an easy one. Nope. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be vague or I don't have to be like, I don't know, it could be, maybe, I don't know, there's right. a part of it that's life-giving, right? And it's like, would you want your daughter, <laughs> would you recommend this to her and would you just be excited about her watching this? If it's a hard no, then mm. I have my answer, right? 
<laughs> That's yeah. good, Mary. That's totally good. Yes. So I'm hearing today, even in our own thoughts, that it's something yes. that's really intentional. And I think there has to be something that's really valuable to us to go through these steps to reassess if it's actually yes. adding value to our lives. It's another intentional thing that we can submit under the leadership of the Lord to lead us in ways that will bring us life. This simplification is really under the whole realm yeah. of what is life giving to us. And as we assess these things, God can remove things that will be beautiful when they are actually gone and out of our lives and give space to add in maybe the very things that we don't seem to have time or resources for. So this is kind of the idea of simplifying our lives in the big picture. I feel sometimes for many reasons that really staying on top of things like simplifying things, just take the realm of my house. And there's many reasons why that can seem more overwhelming to me. But I did find kind of Marion in a different way, how the value of something popped into my life that gave me a motivation that is helping me right now go through my house and all the stuff in it. And this is going to sound morbid, but I'm just going to say that there's this thing that's popular in Sweden and it's called the death clean, mm. death cleaning. And um, I know, I know, but I tell you what, it was, it was so beautiful to me. I do find beauty in a lot of things, but it was amazing. I'd never heard of it, never yeah. really thought about it. From time to time, I'll feel this gnawing like, oh my gosh, I got so much crap. What am I going to do with it all? But the whole idea behind that is to basically take responsibility for mm. all of your own stuff. And so the idea of taking responsibility for your stuff was a very empowering thought to me as a motivation mm. to go through my things. The idea, of course, right. is that as you're aging and if you're just checking out and blocking out mm -hmm. all your junk, from what tiny little bits are actually highly valuable, you're leaving that to other people who have no desire to go through right. your junk. It could be sad to them. It could be overwhelming to them. And you haven't even given any thought to if there's something that is valuable to you, how right. does that get distributed? It was like, wow, talk about stewardship. And I thought, okay, Lord, don't let me get overwhelmed by this because now I feel compelled to have to do this. But the thing is, is that these things can come to us at any point in time. And I think the more that we see God moving us, it's for our own good. And sometimes it can bless others as we take responsibility and ownership of the things that God has given us so that we can be really a steward meaning it's not ours. We're just the manager of all that God has given us. So somehow that jumped into something that seemed beautiful to me. God gave me a big arching rainbow of a motivation because it became valuable to me. And that's kind of over everything. You just never know how God is going to help you walk through this process and little things that he can do to help you bring peace and order into your inner space and outer space and those things are always happening together as we yes. talk about integration inviting jesus in and it's all one thing that we give up to god as yes. a holy sacrifice yes that's so good that's that's so good 
And I love how even what you said was sometimes simplifying isn't always simple in the beginning. And because when I was even thinking about, okay, like what does simplification look like? And even what you're saying, like death planning or whatever it was, what was it? Cleaning, death cleaning. That's it, death cleaning. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I love it. Also, when I was thinking about simplification, one word that kept popping up in my head was planning. And I'm like, well, that doesn't seem very simple. Well, actually that's like, makes everything 10 million times simpler is when I plan. Actually, (laughs) what complicates everything is when I don't have a plan, right? When I haven't thought through things Mm -hmm. or when I get Mm -hmm. home and I don't know what we're eating, even if we're just opening up a box of mac and cheese, if I don't know what we're doing or don't know what we're eating or don't know where anything is and there's just stuff everywhere and everything's just in chaos and not in order, that is the opposite of simplified, right? My mind is scattered. Mm -hmm. So... I think there is an element of planning and we're going to even talk about next week, some time management, different things, but how important planning is on the front side to birth and bring forth a simplified life. Mm, Wow. Well said. That's it. And that can feel like, wow, I'm not a very organized person or all these things for some of us may not be our strength. It may not be our go-to. But the truth is, is that whether you think you're good at it or not, you are planning your lives day by day all the time. We're just talking about including the things that we 100% are going to have to do anyway. They fall into our lane. They fall into our lap. And it's something that you don't have to be caught by surprise when your Mm -hmm. garage is filling up when you're don't have any milk or bread in the house, Mm -hmm. right? happens to all of us. But the idea is that the more we have things in a system and it does not have to be a complicated system, we're not talking about extreme OCD, every little thing. But if you know, every time you put something in your hand, where it goes, you will save yourself several minutes and hours of time. If you pick up something and you have no idea where it goes, you can put it aside. But when you find yourself with a whole basket at the end of the day that you don't know where it goes, then maybe it's time to make a decision for where that item goes and it has a home. These are just little things, but these are taking so much of our time by not having a plan. Just a simple thing like, where does this go? Yes, it's so real. Believe me, your children, if they don't know where everything goes in their room or you expect them to help you in the house if they don't know where it goes they'll just fall on the floor i don't know where it goes so when you walk into their bedroom and everything is everywhere too hard but if they had systems that were super simple yeah yeah but you're right we just we make it hard for ourselves i'm like oh why is this so overwhelming like it's over complicated the homework system i had for my kids at i don't know at one point was okay the blue folders this the green folders this at the end of the day nothing's (laughs) happening and the papers are just everywhere and it's way too complicated it's not simple it is not simple i think my favorite thing to do in life is to complicate things. I think we all do that. I'm like, mm. Lord, just help me to simplify this. And what does that look like? My husband has a yes. saying in our house. He says, no cookies in the house, period. <laughs> like we can't have cookies in the house. And then last night, it's so funny. He was looking in cupboards and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I don't know. I was just going to look to see if anybody made any cookies or anything. <laughs> 
And I was like, no one made any cookies. And I said, I thought your whole big thing was no cookies in the house. He's like, well, there won't be if I find them. So, I mean, either way, it still rings true. <laughs> so, yeah, the idea is he knows his weakness. That yes. is his Achilles heel. So yes. he's like, I just can't have cookies in the house. That's like not an option for me. And, or I will eat them all. So I think in that same vein of like, what are the cookies in our lives, right? Like, what are the things in our lives that are just causing us strife and we're trying to be like, oh no, I can manage this and I can figure this out. And it's like, no, actually, maybe you just need to be like, no more cookies in the house. Whatever that looks like, (laughs) sit down with the Lord and be like, okay, Lord, what is my cookie, right? What is something that I'm trying to manage or trying to be like, oh, I can maybe figure this out or I don't know. It's, this isn't so bad or I can figure out a way to make this work. And it's like, why? Maybe you're overcomplicating it. Maybe actually the most life-giving thing is to be like, nope, maybe I just need to not have this in my life. Or maybe I need to completely cut back. So yeah, yes. that's just kind of another thing I wanted to throw out there too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. So the idea of simplifying really is God's grace. Yes. It's a good thing in our life. And like you were saying, Mary, making things more complicated or more complex is maybe more than we need to even have on our plate in this season. So yeah, it's a joyful thing. It's a beautiful thing. We've all walked into those Zen kind of environments that we can just breathe. My heart and my desire for my home and no matter what your design style or the, the culture of your family is just that you would just really lean into this idea of simplification even in your inner self, but as well as your surroundings. And again, we'll touch on this a little more next week. Yes, yes. And we just encourage you guys to just take the next step. I feel like we're saying that in lots of different episodes, but take the next step in this whole idea of simplification and sit with the Lord and say, okay, what are things, what are areas that I can begin to simplify in my life and in my home? We just encourage you this week and we look forward to talking with you again next week. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the More Than Enough podcast. We are still busy behind the scenes setting up our website, but for now, if you would like to stay up to date or follow along, you can follow us on Instagram at Girls. That's A-M-E-S-G-I-R-L-S. We know that because we're a newer podcast, one of the best ways for people to find us is through reviews. So if you would take just a few minutes and write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Thank you so much again for joining us and we look forward to chatting it up again with you next week. Have a lovely week.